Welcome to Vinyasa in Verse, the podcast where we connect mind, body, and spirit through poetry and practice. I'm Leslie Ann Hobayan. Together, we'll explore different ways of connecting with our innermost selves and how to tap into the flow of the universe, because once that happens, anything is possible. Your best life starts now. Hey loves, welcome to the next episode of Vinyasa in Verse. How are you today? Hope things are going wonderful, and if they're not, you can change it. Mindset is everything. Even if you are in the muck of it, you can just take a moment here and shift the mindset to something full of light, and then go back to whatever it is that you're in. (laughs) It's always our choice. We have power in choosing how we see things, how we respond to things, how we interact. And so on that note, I'm going to open this episode with a poem by Hafez. This is called Wow. Where does the real poetry come from? From the amorous sighs in this moist dark when making love with form or spirit. Where does poetry live? In the eye that says, wow, we. In the overpowering felt splendor every sane mind knows when it realizes our life dance is only for a few magic seconds. From the heart saying, shouting, I am so damn alive. Hmm. I just want to repeat that one part of this poem. Our life dance is only for a few magic seconds. It's so easy for us to get caught up in the day-to-day. What's for lunch, kids? I don't know. Bicker fight, bicker fight. (laughs) You guys, we're going to be late for school. Just giving you a little excerpt of what my mornings are like (laughs) during the week. Um... But when we get caught up in these little things, we forget that our lives are so precious and so short in the big scheme of things. And so this question comes to mind, what are you going to do with this life of ours, this one life that you've been given? There's a line of poetry from Mary Oliver that I'm going to get wrong. So I will find it and share it with you in the next episode. But it has to do with what you're going to do with this one fantastic life. It's something like that. Um, And for those of you who are poets that know it, email me and let me know where to find it. Um, Anyway, I wanted to just think about what choices are we making to really thrive in this life that we've been given? And it doesn't have to be big. It could be just something really small, you know, helping out somebody who's down on their luck. It doesn't have to be, you know, these life-changing things. Um, I was at a yoga class this morning and the instructor who I'm friendly with uh, mentioned that she had a rough time um, over the weekend and had to get to an appointment. Um, It concerned her health. And while there wasn't anything I could do personally about it, I offered her a hug. 
And I know that she really appreciated that. So if you can offer things like that to uplift somebody else, then you're adding to the magic of what it is you're creating with your life. So as we think about this idea of creating magic in our lives, I want to look at poetry more specifically as a portal into our lives. Thinking about poetry as a window into who we are at our very essence. You know, in uh, Kundalini yoga circles, I practice Kundalini yoga, Satnam is a mantra that is like the go-to touchstone. When in doubt, Satnam is the way to go. And that means truth is my name. Truth is my very essence. And how many of us can say that we know what that essence is, what that truth is? We might have a suspicion. We might have an idea of what that might be. But how many of us truly know it and are connected with it and live it? Maybe... We can use poetry as a way in to that essence. The messages we receive in society are so rapid. They come at us everywhere. You need to be thinner. You need to be younger. You need short hair, long hair, purple hair, pink hair, rainbow hair. Um, All the things. I mean, the Super Bowl was just this past weekend, and how much messaging did we get there? Some of the messages were great, some of them interesting, but it's a mixed bag. But we keep getting so many messages that they cover up our essence, our divine selves. So we need to work at peeling away all those layers. And it's not just the messaging from society. It's also how we were raised and the messages we got as kids, um, a whole bunch of different factors. And in yoga, that's called maya, which is the veil of illusion, this illusion that our, our identities are the material existence that we're in now, that we are the body. We're not the body. We're not the mind either. We're something divine. But so... Often we forget that because we're wrapped up in the physical and the material existence. So how do we peel away the layers of this? How do we peel away the maya so that we can get to the core of who we are? And once we find that, and once we connect with that, imagine what great life you can live, what fantastic experiences you can have, what possibilities exist beyond what you know. Because what we know is totally limited. What's possible is beyond what we know. I remember in the last episode that I talked about being, you know, who are you being? And it's hard to know who you can be until you go beyond what you know. And so I invite you to use poetry as a way in 
past the maya, past the layers of falseness, of illusion, to get to your deepest self. Poetry has a way of connecting with us on a visceral level, on an emotional level, on a spiritual level. The way language is put together can affect us or not affect us, depending on where we are. We only hear what we're ready to hear. So you might find a poem that you are blown away by. You're like, oh my God, this is it. This is it. Yes, yes, yes. You show it to your best friend and they're like, I don't get it. (laughs) And you're like, wait, but look, let me show you. Look at this. Look at that. And your friend is still, yeah, um, I kind of see the wordplay and how fun it is, but I really am not getting excited like you are. And that's okay. That just means this particular poem was designed for you at this particular moment in time for you to connect with yourself. And so poetry is magic. It's just that in our education system, it's often taught as something mysterious, something esoteric, something that you need a a decoder ring for, which is totally not true. But even if you needed a decoder ring, at a deeper, more subtle level, you can sense the energy of a poem. You can sense whatever emotional charge that poem has, even if you don't understand the logic of it. Even if the words on the page don't make a grammatically correct sentence, you will still get the feeling of what's inside that poem. But again, only if, you know, it's meant for you to hear. There are times when um, I've read a poem, we'll say like maybe in college, and the professor is talking about how wonderful it is. And I'm like, I don't get it. It's boring. It's in language that I just really don't quite get. And the language is English. It's just the, the style of language that poet was using. I can't think of a specific example, but I know it's happened to me more than once where I will come across a poem that I looked at and read in college, and I read it again much later. Um, And then I just was blown away by it. And I was like, oh, this is what that professor was talking about. And I'm in agreement. But as a 20-year-old, I'm not going to get that. I'm not going to get the message that that whatever older professor had received. So I invite you to do a search for some poems online. Whatever you're experiencing in your life right now could be something happy, something joyous. It could be something challenging. Just Google that. Just say poems for joy or poems for depression or poems for anxiety or poems for happiness bliss, ecstatic light. 
The beauty of the internet is that you can find these things in a matter of seconds. Whereas back in the day, when there were card catalogs, it might take you a little bit of time to find those poems. But go find those poems and see if any of them speak to you, if any of them make you stop and say, oh my God, this is exactly what I'm feeling right now. This is exactly what I'm going through. This is exactly it. Someone put words to how I'm feeling inside. And so that poem begins to open a window, a portal into your deepest self. Follow that poem to go within. And then that poem can be seen as a lantern, as a light that guides you through the darkness of whatever it is. Know that the poem holds the light you need in order to grow, in order to move through whatever challenge you might be experiencing in life at any point in life. And it can also be the light that amplifies the joy that you could be experiencing now as well. And so I wanted to share another poem, which is a little bit different from the Hafez poem, because I like to change it up a bit. And I I just also want to show that I'm not this serious meditation teacher lady. (laughs) I'm kind of goofy too. Um, it's just funny to, to think about displaying that in a podcast where I'm speaking to all of you, but you're all out there in the ether. So I'm going to imagine you are all here in my studio and I'm going to bring another aspect of myself forward. Uh, I want to share a poem with you from this anthology called The Breakbeat Poets. And the, the subtitle is called New American Poetry in the Age of Hip Hop, if that gives you any idea of what we're about to get into. So this poem is by um, Maida Delval. It's called It's Just Begun for B-Girls and B-Boys Worldwide. And just so you know, B-Girls and B-Boys are breakdancers. And this poem was commissioned by Crazy Legs of the Rocksteady Crew for the Red Bull Beat Battle in London, England. There you go. Here we go. It's just begun for B-Girls and B-Boys Worldwide. Birth from the streets of the Boogie Down, born in a cipher where the rebels gathered round, homegrown in the soil of soul. This is rhythm, captured in movement and sound. This is poetry in motion, rooted in heartbeats and drumbeats, same universal pulse per minute. Therefore, we are music. Move in accordance to the laws of a planet rock. This nation, under a groove, needs no passport for entry because we know, like the truth, music knows no boundaries. From the Bronx to Berlin, from Finland to Japan, Seoul to Switzerland, raise your fist, lower your head, and pay homage to elemental, movement more original than sin. 
Blessings to these warriors anticipating battles, bathed in the heartbeats of ancestors. Blessing to these b-boys and girls who lower their ears to listen to the earth's breath. Blessings to the cadence of combat captured on concrete and cardboard battlefields. This is the resurrection of the real, the rebirth of what they tried to kill. This was captured from the youth and commercialized, extracted from the ghetto, exploited, then despised. But this is history revisioned and revised. The reprise, they said it died in 84, but we're here to show them what ciphers were really created for. Spin the record to the break, let loose, back spin, body bending backward, finesse the footwork, hit the floor, feet like funky drummer, beg the bass for more, break beat, pop, rock, pop, lock, let the top rock, time the tempo, shit. This is James Brown, brought back to life, tribal beats remixed, djembe remastered, what remains of our origins remembered and recaptured. See, sound is infinite, so the break will forever echo on the one heart's pulse, like a spinning record to the beat, to the beat, to the break of break of dawn. So let the world know we be music, universal and eternal, never finished, because it's just begun. It's just begun. It's just begun. So it's just begun, and I invite you to begin your exploration of poetry as a portal into yourself, into your deepest essence, into your satnam, your truth, which is your name. So go out and seek those poems. Seek the light you need for your life today. Until next time, the divine light in me bows to the divine light in you. Namaste. Do you feel like you've lost your connection with yourself? Maybe your sense of self is buried in all of the hubris of today's society. I invite you to retreat with me on August 5th through the 9th to the serene setting of wine country in Sonoma County, California, where you can get quiet and reconnect with yourself where you can tune in to your intuitive voice, where the sun can nourish your soul and the earth can ground you into your body. This is an opportunity to realign with your true life's purpose, to remember who you are, to come home to yourself. Visit leslieannhobayanyoga.com slash retreats for more information. Live your best life now.